Today, we get an update on the cattle markets. Glenda Leal and Wasser talked with Ann Wasco, a market analyst with Gateway Livestock. Let's start by talking about the markets and just take us through what we've been seeing happening so far. Well, as far as the cattle markets, let's start with the fat cattle. It's been a very flat, stagnant first quarter of 2022 uh, in Western Canada. Fed cattle have averaged just over 160, um, 100 live. Uh, that That is $10 better than the first quarter of 2021, but it's a long ways from, from break-even. So Finnish cattle have basically been in a, in a negative position all through the first uh, quarter of this year. And, of course, that has to do with the, the cost of feed, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, feeder cattle prices, uh, that 8 to 9 weight category, averaging in the upper 180s for this first quarter. That's also about a dime better than a year ago. But again, you know, well off the mark of what some of the earlier expectations were. Uh, lighter grass type cattle have been pretty solid, trading very similar to where they would have been a year ago. You know, up averaging in that, that 230 plus area on those five to six weights. And I think the best news so far in the first quarter of 2022 has been a strong recovery to the slaughter cow price. Uh, first quarter average was in the mid 80s. Um, but here at the end of the first quarter and as we start April, we've got, um, D2 cows, good cows trading uh, up in the high 90s and up over a dollar as well. So those that, that's been a big move since the start of the year where they were 75 cents um, in early January. So a big move on, on slaughter cow prices. What seems to be influencing the prices? Well, on the cow uh, market specifically, that's certainly been a demand for what we call lean trimmings, um, or as some people refer to hamburger beef. So the demand, um, not just here in Canada, but in the U.S. and globally, continues to be very strong for lean trimmings. And uh, again, that's uh, we see uh, food service, you know, coming back on stream after being uh, closed, especially not just here in, in Western Canada, but all around the world. You see most countries other than China and Hong Kong kind of reopening and reestablishing business again. So the demand for um products, beef included and ground beef included as well, continues to be very strong. It, it really is very strong. And uh, when consumers go to the grocery store and they see that price, I think it's important to remind them that the price they're paying, there's a lot of middlemen in in there taking their cut before the producer gets paid. Yeah, and I think, you know, we've heard the story um, over the years of, you know, talking about a, um, a loaf of bread, for example, and, you know, how that, that money is divvied up from consumer right back to, to farmer. And the same story holds true for, for those of the, us that produce um, beef, or you could say the same thing if you were a pork producer. So there's a lot of um, pieces to the supply chain um, that we've talked a lot about over the last couple of years, but but certainly... Um, there's, it's a, it's a long ways, especially from a time perspective, uh, from the time that calf lands on the ground as a newborn this spring till it shows up as a beef, which could be, you know, a year and a half plus away from now, um, at, at the consumer level, uh, whether it's in a restaurant or in, in a burger or in the retail store. A key factor that producers have been dealing with and, and still are dealing with, of course, is, is feed. 
a lot of producers really scrambling, trying to get feed for animals because of the dry conditions and the drought that we experience. Talk to us a little bit about what we see happening with feed and and feed costs today. Well, again, you've kind of uh, hit the nail on the head in terms of what the probably the biggest um, concern and challenge uh, for producers has been and continues to be as we come into 2022, and it is the uh, the availability and the cost of feed. And so, you know, we're still dealing with uh, drought conditions in a lot of uh, southern, uh, especially southwest Saskatchewan, southern Alberta, a big chunk of the U.S., so over half of the U.S. is still in, in drought conditions. So this is still, a, even though there's been snow to, you know, some areas in western Canada um, to help hopefully alleviate some of those dry conditions, there's still a big dry area. So that continues to be a concern. Feed costs are record high whether you're a cow-calf producer, whether you're a backgrounder, you know, trying to, uh, that you've held some calves over um, to winter, or you're, you're looking at a cattle finishing operation. In all cases, we're looking at record high feed costs. Especially for uh, the feeder market, right? Exactly. So it's all the way, all the way through. Um, and it, so that's going to, of course, impact margins. It's going to impact... Um, the you know the ability to uh, to come back and uh, the money that's left on the table, if you will, for for that feeder animal or for that calf um, later on this year. So we're certainly going to be uh, looking for um, fingers crossed that we get some relief from Mother Nature and we can get some timely rains to grow some grass to produce some feed uh, to, to produce a crop. And, and we need it in a pretty big area. So the challenges of 2021, I wish we could say, are behind us. But from where I sit today, they're, they're still very much on, on the forefront of everyone's minds in terms of, you know, how the rest of this year, uh, until we get further on into the spring, um, how the rest of the year looks in terms of these growing conditions for, for 2022. It's always difficult to look forward, but I'm going to ask you to do that. And, and what do you see going forward now? Well, I think, you know, we, we continue to be really concerned, obviously, about the uncertainty on feed costs and, and uh, moisture conditions and water supply for, for many that were, you know, didn't get dugouts uh, recharged or refilled. So there still continues to be a lot of that hanging over the marketplace, per se. Uh, but nevertheless, we do, you know, we continue to watch the Canadian cow herd get smaller. We know supplies are smaller we continue to see lots of feeder cattle exports here in 2022 versus what we've seen in recent years. And again, that's a driver of, uh, of feed costs being so high here. Feeder cattle are flowing to other areas. So those are all concerns in terms of, uh, of uh, supply. But at the end of the day, uh, good demand and smaller supplies historically have meant higher prices. But the question is, what what's the cost of getting the product finished uh, in terms of these higher feed costs. So that's that's the biggest concern we have right now. Based on that, tips to help producers get through the next little bit? Well, I think everyone is, is about as prepared as they, they can be. And of course, now we're, we're looking to the skies. We're going to need some help from Mother Nature on this one. So um, I think producers have, have done a, a great job of getting through this, this winter. We, we could use some warmth. Spring, spring can come anytime now to start growing some grass. Those are the kind of the things that I think are, you know, in a nutshell, out of our control. 
uh, along with some of the, you know, the bigger global events that are going on around us uh, as we con- continue to sit and watch uh, events unfold that really, at the end of the day, all play back into costs uh, and inflation that uh, continue to be top of mind for, for, for consumers generally. That's Ann Wasco, a market analyst with Gateway Livestock. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Bossler. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.